Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Welcome back, my amazing educator friends. I'm so glad you're with me today. Today's title, Just the Facts, Please, <laughs> Looking at Situations Neutrally, came from an experience that I've had through my coaching experience over the last several years, and most particularly around mindset work. So do you ever wonder how two people can have the same experience and yet walk away from it with completely different opinions about it or different experiences with it. That's really what this stems from. So this stems from this idea that we frame experiences in our own contexts and what we think about the experience. That experience creates a thought, then that thought creates a feeling. Then we react based on what that thought and feeling do within our brain. This is human nature. The circumstance itself is very neutral. It's our brains that give it meaning. Let me give you an example. So this is like the tale of two teachers in an email. <laughs> so an email comes out that says, in an effort to provide support, I am asking all teachers to please sign up for coaching with our amazing instructional coach, Mary. One teacher gets this email, reads it, and goes, oh, wow. I love Mary. I'm so excited to get some really good feedback. I'm going to sign up today. The other teacher reads the email and goes, I am so tired of being micromanaged and goes on to talk to her colleagues about how irritated she is by this email and refuses to sign up for coaching. Same email, two different opinions about it thoughts about it, different reactions towards it. So again, when that one teacher feels micromanaged, so her thought is, I'm so tired of being micromanaged, that thought irritates her, and she resists by not signing up. The second teacher has a thought, I'm so excited to get some good feedback, that makes her feel excited, and she goes and signs up. So do you see how one email, the email itself, completely neutral. And neutral meaning that it is not either micromanaging or exciting. It is an email that has a request in it. So again, our brains want to make meaning out of everything. And we always have a choice on how we want to think about something. The self-reflection about why we're choosing to think a certain way about things is where growth occurs. So some questions that you can ask yourself when you find yourself reacting, either it can be positively, but usually the growth is happening in our repetitive negative thoughts about things. You can ask yourself a really simple question. 
when you feel that visceral reaction of negativity, anger, frustration, ask yourself, what am I making this mean? Do I know with confidence I could say that this meaning that I have is a fact in a court of law? If not, what else could be true? Redirect your brain into asking these questions. Now, some, sometimes your brain will argue for pain, right? They're going to say it's absolutely true. We find this in all areas. So I used, I used the email as an example, but it can be anything. It can be my child saying uh, something such as, God, I hate you. And you have a thought about that. Oh my God, why does he hate me? I'm a horrible mother. Or it could be, oh, he is such a teenager. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave him alone for a little bit. Again, same circumstance, same statement, two different approaches to how to react to it. So the more we're aware of this process, the more we can become in charge of redirecting those thoughts that lead us to feelings and actions that prevent us from moving towards our goals. So likewise, we can create different outcomes for ourselves based on how we choose to think about those different circumstances. So again, asking a question like, what am I making this mean? Can stop yourself in your tracks and say, oh, wow, well, here's what I'm really making this mean. And then when I ask myself, is that true? Sometimes I can say, no, actually, this is just my perception of what's happening. I don't, I cannot go in a court of law and declare that my interpretation is the absolute truth. That's what makes it a circumstance. It's our thoughts, feelings, and actions that determine the direction that we go based off of that circumstance. So, so many circumstances out there. And remember, our brain is always looking to protect us. So it's trying to avoid pain and it's seeking pleasure. It's also resistant to change. So it's going to offer up what it has had in its habit cycle as its first choice. So if you have had a continual reaction to something, a continual habit, so take for example, exercise, right? On my calendar, it says go to gym. I can have the thought, oh, I just don't feel like going today. So it feels hard. And then I avoid and I find something else to do and I don't go to the gym. So again, my brain saying, oh, you don't, you shouldn't have to go today. It's, it's just, uh, just feels too heavy. Oh, we can do it tomorrow right? That's your brain justifying a stance. <laughs> That's not really aligned to what will actually benefit ourselves best. So again, just being aware of how our brain works. Again, brain research to me is just absolutely fascinating the way our brain works and how we can change how we think, which impacts how we feel, which impacts the actions that we take resulting in getting to our goals. So the first step is to be curious. What do I think when things happen? Just listen. You might be amazed how many people are not even aware of the thoughts they had 
or they have every day about things. Thoughts are automatic. We have millions of thoughts every day and we capture such a small percentage of them. But we can train our brain to be more aware of the things we think and then we can take ourselves through that reflection of whether the thoughts we're having are helping us or hindering us in getting towards our goals or in actually just living joyfully, right? Not everything is always about goals either. Sometimes it's just about our state of mind and our state of happiness and joyfulness, right? So the exercise example can be around a goal, but if I have an interaction with a person, maybe a relationship that I'm struggling with and I and perpetually thinking that person is mean or that person is try- is out to get me or that person is trying to do this to me. Where's my proof for that? That feels really awful in my body when I think those things about other people. And because I cannot read other people's thoughts, I do not have that ability in my toolbox. I don't really know what's going on. I don't really know what the intention of the other person is. I can only make up in my mind what that might be. So why would I make it something awful? Why would I not instead choose to make it mean something else that is not necessarily about me? They could be having a horrible day and just lashing out, right? It's not really about me. They could be in a hard place right now where their lives are unhappy and it's making them say things that are hurtful. I get to choose how I think about everything. I know I didn't listen to my thoughts for years. And the more I really listened and questioned what I made things mean, the more I realized that I just had so many stories around things that were preventing me from moving forward. So the first step is to just be curious, just be aware and curious. I hear myself thinking those things. It makes me feel this. What am I making this mean? Do I know with confidence this is a fact that I could prove in a court of law? What else could be true? We always have choice on what we think about something. So that self-reflection around why we're choosing to think a certain way about things is where growth occurs. So we can question it, you know, is this true? Is this helpful? Does this move me towards my goal or away from it? So that first step is to be curious. And then be aware, start really listening to what your brain is offering up, question it. See if you can start changing little bits. Again, we are not revamping our whole brain and our whole mindset in one sitting. This takes practice. This takes awareness. This takes understanding. This takes a lot of um, growth mindset, self-love, grace for ourselves. But I think what you might find is the areas where you're struggling most is where you're having the thoughts that are making it harder than it has to be. Interesting? Try it. Be curious. 
See what you find out about your thought process. See what you find out about yourself. See if you can't create some different thoughts. Redirect one thought a day and see how that makes you feel. 1% changes at a time, my friends. That's all we're looking for at this point. Those little 1% changes. So be aware, question your thoughts, see what you think. Thanks for joining me today. I always appreciate this time that we have together each week. If you want to learn more about how to work with me, check out my website, www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. There you can access older podcasts, you can access some free resources, and you can find out how to work with me one-on-one. Or drop me a line. Email me at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Have an amazing week and be joyful. Take care.